0: The Golden Knights were golden in the month of October, but what will November be bringing with nine out of 14 games on the road for VGK? Our forecast comes your way next right here on Locked On Golden Knights.
1: Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco Chris Golic from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first lesson each and every day. Find us wherever you get your podcast, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel that is Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code Locked On NHL. You'll get up to hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL. Go to Sleeper. So, Chris, uh, Chris the Tout Gallic last night came up with a uh, points total for the 14 VGK games coming up in the month of November. And that point total seems to be, Chris? 16.5. Okay, 16 and a half. Got the hook. hook. No pushes in the Gallic casino. By the way, um, VGK – just gets one-upped by the Raiders for the late night news dump at 10 3 p.m. last night I received the email press release from the Raiders that Josh McDaniels uh, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler were both fired uh, by the Las Vegas Raiders so you talk about being one-upped I mean so it's already one o'clock eastern time um any scribe in the right mind, especially ones that cover the Jets and the Giants. Um, they're awfully sleepy after covering, you know, those two teams in New York city <laughs> um, and their game on Sunday. But wow, that was an all timer. What a, li- I, I just felt really bad, really bad for all the beat writers uh, that cover the Raiders on a daily basis and trying to chase down people last night after 10 o'clock. And, you know, you're probably winding down. And this was something we knew it was coming, but apparently no one outside of the Raider organization knew that it was going to happen right then and there last night. So Mark Davis probably smoking some cigars, maybe uh, drinking some of his brandy and just said, you know what, I'm done with this. Could I, I,
1: could, um, I, sh- I got to go back and find it. But I, on my Twitter, I did a poll. Who's going to get fired first, McDaniels or Woodcroft? And I honestly have no idea what the results were. But I guess we know what
0: side one. Right, exactly. Uh, so, uh, so okay, back to some pucks here. Uh, the VGK November schedule will be kicking off tomorrow. Yesterday, Cassidy said that the team, as uh, we were speaking about on yesterday's show, was going to be working on execution. And it was skills day, just getting, you know, the puck on sticks. And he said it went pretty well. So that's a good sign for VGK. Even though they're 9-0-1, they still say that they're missing some executional pieces. So tomorrow night against the Jets at the Fortress, and then the Abs come in on Saturday, and the tail end of the back-to-back in Anaheim on Sunday. So that's how this schedule begins. I was looking at your number, and I think it's going to be close to that number, To believe, believe it or not. Uh, just going back and forth, um, you've got uh, some automatic wins. Here. Well, one at least um the sharks on the there's 18th no,
1: no, okay fine i was
0: gonna say there's no automatic wins in the nhl but you got me there okay and then okay i'm not going to complain i promised myself but these back-to-backs They're on the okay. road
1: nine games i can complain about the schedule but go ahead
0: okay no but the abs on saturday here and then the ducks it should have been the ducks on the road and then back for the avs here on the tail end uh sharks the 18th uh, the five-game road trip, right, is the real difficult one. Washington, Not real tough teams. Washington at Montreal at the Flyers and Penguins. We've got back-to-back there. Um, and then they come back home for the Yotes. And then back on the road for the Flames, Oilers, and Canucks. And at that juncture, uh, it'll be eight out of nine, Chris, on the road for VGK. So I'm going to take the under. I came up with the total. Of 16 points, I think your numbers just, it's right on the mark, 16 and a half. Doesn't seem like it's a lot for a team that is just red hot right now. But the way that the schedule falls, it's going to be tough every night. They're going to have to steal points uh, if you're Pete DeBoer-ish
1: speaking of pete DeBoer, i think you missed the stars game on the 22nd on the road on the wednesday as well that's that's how that five game road trip the penguins ends.
0: right flyers yeah. back to back uh, flyers and penguins and then at the stars
1: yeah so it's not an easy month i mean it's a good point you make 19 of 20 points right the golden knights should easily get 23 points right that's how a lot of people's minds are going to be working and that's okay that's what we're conditioned right now we're talking about a a Stanley Cup champ who's out to a and start to start the new season. Um, one quick practice note, Nick Hague not practicing yesterday. I don't know if there was an official update, but we did see him take an awkward fall on Monday's game against um, the some team named the Montreal Canadiens. There we go. Sorry, it's early. Um, we'll see if Hague gets back on the ice today and or tomorrow. Could just be a day of rest type of thing. Took a weird fall, and who knows what's going on there. But hopefully he's all right. 16 and a half points feels pretty close when you're looking at this. 28 possible points on the line, right? Is it number Mm -hmm. 14? Yeah, 28 points on the line. So cut that in half. That's 14 points. You got a lot of road games. So 16 and a half is like if we're going to hang this number out there in a casino, that's where we're going to start and see what the public says and then adjust the odds from there. Not going to move off 16 and a half, but we'll definitely move the juice a little bit to manipulate the bets a little bit. Um, I'm at 17 points. So, I mean, mm. you're at 16, I'm at 17. We're, we're definitely seeing the same perspective. We probably have the same game circled as wins, losses. Per, you look at like a group of games and say three points out of these five, you know, kind of that type of thing. Um, what people need to understand is 15, 16, 17 points or better is a good month considering the way they started, the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights have banked some points, which is very, very important. Every point matters. Obviously, as the season progresses, you look back and say, wow, okay, this game was the possible turning point where we stole these, you know, we, we stole those two points against the Los Angeles Kings, for example, on that Saturday night and stuff like that. So the Gold Knights are going to have to shift a little bit. They're going to have to grind a little bit. But what gets me here is you have a weird schedule last week. There's a back to back. The team is on the road. They come home, play a game against the Canadians Monday night. No games until Thursday. I would have bet you everything in my wallet that the Golden Knights would not have practiced yesterday, Tuesday. And the fact that they got on the ice yesterday and were working on skills and stuff and just you know, out there working tells you that there's concern from kind of how things have been going lately. And the Golden Knights and Cassidy mainly want to make sure the team does not slip in any bad habits or just anything that can slow down. The momentum, Uh big game against Winnipeg tomorrow night, Thursday. Not a great team this season, but it's a spot where you got to bank those two points. And obviously the avalanche come to town and then the schedule kind of picks up from there, I guess. Well, maybe not from there, but it's Anaheim, L.A., San Jose. But af- after that,
0: it, it picks up. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do on that uh, five game road trip. Um, Do you have a points total for the five game road trip at Washington, at Montreal, at Flyers, Penguins back to back? And then the Stars. How many points did they get out of that? Is Washington going to wake up and play better? Montreal, I think, was a good team here. They'll be much better at home. Flyers, Penguins, back-to-back. If you get a split there, that's pretty good. And then the Stars, that's always a difficult game, and it's going to be a physical game at the end of a five-game road
1: swing. I'm not ready to say the Canadians. I'm not ready to say the Canadians are a good team yet. You look at the teams that... The canadians beats they were you know kind of dumpster diving in a sense and the teams on the schedule lower teams in their division whatever but the canadians haven't fared well against playoff or you know stanley cup contending teams yet so i mean yes the canadians might play a little bit better but i think they're going to get a much better version of the golden knights at that point who will have you know f- five more games under their belt since then i mean hopefully no more injuries or anything like that but I'm not ready to crown the Canadians as being even a playoff team at this point we'll see maybe that'll change as the season goes on but you're asking for a projection for Washington Montreal Philly Pittsburgh Dallas I mean if I'm handicapping it I'm putting the number at five and a half and I'll take six I think they'll go six I think they'll I think they'll be okay I think you'll see a lot of uh you know a couple of ties in there so to speak you know to one point in the standings I guess and then win a couple and there you go
0: I'm just wondering if this is a time for other teams to start moving back into contention, making up some points uh, during the course of this month. And then also, too, remember last year uh, we were talking, wow, VGK didn't play very many overtime games, especially down the stretch, did they? That's all they're playing Uh,
1: right now. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it seems like they are going to play more OT games than they did a season ago uh, where they went 13-0-9 in overtimes and then five oh in four they were in shootouts and with the three straight games over this weekend they were two oh and one but yeah they uh, more tightly contested i thought teams would just come after them a little bit more to be quite frank with you
1: let's see i mean listen the la kings did come after the golden knights in that game and they got a game against the kings the avalanche go after everybody and once uh Once Nathan McKinnon doesn't get his way, he takes his ball and leaves and gets a 10-minute misconduct penalty. Um, Sharks, whatever. Anaheim's been winning a couple of games here and there. But then you look at the teams they play on that road trip. Capitals, I don't know what's up there. It's just a mess. Uh, Credit the Canadians for playing a physical game against the Golden Knights. Uh, More physical than you expected. They tried to ham it up a little bit a couple times and um, didn't get a lot of takers as far as like uh, Zheka, the guy they call Wi-Fi he was out there uh trying to mix it up a couple of times and really didn't get a whole lot of we'll see if something changes. Philly's going to do what Philly does obviously on the 18th uh back to back obviously Riley Smith and the Pittsburgh Penguins and then Dallas Stars so I mean it's, you know, Edmonton later in the month. I mean that part of it's it's not that physical of a schedule. I don't look at the schedule and say, "Wow, this is a tough month as far as teams that are going to be tightly checking and Playing a physical game. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule now, trying to find a spot in the schedule where I feel it's physical. Carolina, Tampa, Carolina, Tampa, Florida. That's a that's a fun road trip. Getting ahead to December, um, as far as the physicality goes. The only thing I'm looking for is physicality right now. New Jersey, New York Islanders, January. That's a tough one. I mean, I don't know. Just well in February, by u.s tougher yeah
0: by u.s thanksgiving one thing is almost a certainty that is you that is the fact that you know that the vegas golden knights will be on top they'll be the top team still still yeah i think i so. mean you would think i mean top team in the league or top team in the division Well, in the division this division oh, yeah, we yeah, talked this division
1: about it's charming right now but a, a golden boy mcdavid came back so we'll see uh We'll see what Edmonton's got now that McDavid finally got back on the ice. Or maybe he goes back in the, maybe he goes back uh in, on the IR or, or he's gonna sit out now that he got, he
0: got the outdoor gaming. Okay. I said for the month of uh for the month of November, 16 points. And Chris says 17. We'll see how that shakes out. Coming up next, who was VGK's Mr. October? Who was the team leader from last month? We'll get to that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. When you are drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish that you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates. When you are looking for that right person with the right skills, you can do this all on Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools, including Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. If you hate waiting, then Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates uh, whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the very moment that they sponsor a job with Instant Match as soon as you sponsor a post- You get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed Indeed definitely does all of the hard work, sponsor a job, and boom, Instant Match shows you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after the post. With Instant Match, you can start hiring very, very fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. And that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Indeed knows that finding people with the right skills makes all the difference in the world when you are hiring a team of one. Indeed knows hiring needs to be cost effective when you are running your own business. And indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit indeed.com slash on and you can start your hiring process now. Just go to indeed.com slash on. Indeed.com slash lockdown. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need indeed. Back on Locked On Golden Nights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And don't forget, Friday's coming up quickly. Get those spicy chirps ready for WTF. What the Friday. So. Who was VGK's Mr. October last month? It seems like such a long time ago. Uh, We're not into team stats with VGK. This is an individual honor, if you will, Chris Golick. The contenders, the contenders, William Carlson, Shea Theodore, and Jack Eichel, each with three goals apiece, Bjorn 11 points, Ten each for Theo and for Eichel. Stevenson, we talked about his, quote, struggles yesterday. Seven games without a goal. um, Has eight points. Uh, I'm going to give you first a, a really odd stat here. Okay, who, Chris, which player led VGK in plus minus in the month of October?
1: Um, I mean, I got the stats right now. Oh, don't look. Come on,
0: man. Don't be cheating. It's Braden McNabb. That's good. I would not have guessed McNabb.
1: No one would have. I would not have guessed McNabb. When I looked up and down,
0: plus nine with five assists and five points. So he is definitely in my top three for Mr. October. Because when Braden McNabb is on the ice, someone was blasting him, right? On our Twitter feed not so long ago.
1: Yeah, someone said he shouldn't be shooting and he can't skate. Okay, so so who would be
0: your Mr. October?
1: To be clear, it wasn't me that said he can't shoot and can't skate. I, I said no, no, Mc, no, you Mc, were going back skates really well for his size and everything.
0: And he's um, a plus nine. He is no, the, I mean, he's up there, top three, top three. Maybe my third star. Yeah, I mean, if we're
1: gonna go with an unsung hero, I was looking at mine. Uh, before I get to obviously the no, top, of the list. Some, who
0: was Mr. October that led this team? I don't know le- oh, if we're be- gonna go let
1: this team, then um, it's
0: uh,
1: we could split hairs if it's Theodore or Carlson, Carlson. right now. Yeah, it's um, Carlson definitely he's getting the power play his power play unit going. I think that's a of obviously one important side. He's a plus seven on the season, but what gets me about Carlson is he's on his on a point per game scoring pace right now, which obviously matches what he did in his first season with the Golden Knights. The difference with William Carlson's role is he was the line one center back then with Marchessault and Riley Smith, a little bit younger versions of Marchessault and Riley Smith and Carlson and himself. Point being is when you're on line one, when you're the line one center, your job is to score. Yes, playing defense important, fine, whatever, but your primary job is to score. When you are the third line center, your primary job is to grind, play defense, and then obviously get an opportunistic scoring opportunity. But you have to take care of the house first. So you look at his line mates now: William Carlson, obviously, Brett Howden, slash Pavel Dorofiev and Mike Amadio. And that's not a very potent line. It's a good line. It's a really good line. So the wait, fact wait, that wait, is this
0: line uh, two and a half.
1: It feels like it right now. Honestly, they're, they're, career, yeah. they're, outperforming the, they're outperforming the Paul Cotter line right now. There you go, Tony. Um, so Carlson probably would get the nod. Shea Theodore right behind for what he's doing? I'm going to bang the Norris drum uh, for a long time about Theodore this season. Fun stat. Um, I wrote an article three months ago about projecting some potential trophy winners for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. At the time. Shay Theodore was 150 to one, meaning if you wager one dollar on a sports book, you get 150 bucks back. If if uh, Shay Theodore wins the Norris, actually 151, you get your dollar back first, but whatever. Now his odds have been cut in half down to 75 to one. Uh, it's still 75 to one. That's kind of a long shot, but we already shaved off, uh, you know, 75 units. So that's something right there that tells you Theodore is doing something you know, somewhat special that could get him into that Norris consideration. There's the Mr. Octobers. Now, an unsung hero, like how you brought up Braden McNabb, I'm going to give a little love to Nicholas Haig right now. Um, Nick Haig has had, I believe, four different defensive partners already this season, right? Three or four, three or four. But he started the season, obviously, with White Cloud. White Cloud gets hurt, unfortunately. I think Ben Hudden played a couple games with, with Haig and then Korzak and Pahal. That's not an easy thing to do for a defenseman to have four different defensive partners in just 10 games of the season. So that says something right there about Nick Hague's growth. Um, one goal, two assists, he's a minus one, which is fine. Like The fact that he's able to chew up minutes, it doesn't matter who you put with him. Korazak and Pahal have both complimented Nick Hague for how easy it is to just fit in and play on a line with them. I think Haig was actually going up to the top forward or top defensive unit for a little bit, Uh, obviously when Petrangelo and Martinez and everyone was gone. So Hague's been moved all around the lineup. He's our, uh, he's our unsung hero and I'll give a tiny
0: nod to William Carlson over Theodore for my Mr. October honors. Okay. Brady McNabb plus nine. That's incredible. And Paul Cotter. I've not mentioned much of Paul Cotter with three plus three equals six. And he's tied for the team lead in goals right now through the month of October. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, the concern about the, about looking at the third line right now, Stevenson is two and six. Stone is two and five. And they're all either zeros or plus ones. Jack Eichel. Let's look at his line right now while
0: we're just kind of mixing it up a little bit here. Oh, here's an interesting thing on Eichel. What you got? Okay. What you got? Cassidy said he wanted to play Eichel twenty minutes per game or thereabouts. Average time spent on the ice twenty oh nine. I got twenty
1: oh eight. I got twenty oh eight. So oh man, check we're a little these faster here to, in this
0: part of East to, Henderson.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Wi-Fi is a lot faster than mine. I'm sure. Yeah,
0: that's it. Uh, Eichel forty five shots on goal, forty five percent face offs.
1: Yeah, that's that. That face off number has to go up. Um, that could be. You know, it seems like such a small thing, right? But the the difference from being a forty five percent, you know, face off, what's the best way to say that, to being forty five percent in the circle versus fifty two percent in the circle. In the circle. In the oh, circle. Both, oh wow, that's
0: go. pretty good. Yeah,
1: it's it's a huge difference. And you know, we've talked about Eichel potentially. We can keep going with the trophies for a second here. We've talked about Eichel potentially getting that uh, Selkie consideration. He won't at forty five percent. He's going to put up the right number of points. But the face-off number, Cassidy talked about this in the summer, you got to get north of 50, like 52 53% is really where it needs to be. That's uh, an important number. But the plus-minuses for the top line, Eichel, 1, uh, Marchessault, so, 0, and Barbashev. Where's Barbashev? He's buried right now. On he's this. on the bottom. He's on the bottom of this. Barbashev, he's actually a yeah. plus-1. So, plus but one. then you look at the third line, plus-minus numbers, you got Theodore, or not Theodore, well, Theodore in defense, yeah. well, no, Amadio, he's seven, on defense, but Amadio's 7, Yeah, he's been seven. on the third line, too,
0: the way he pinches,
1: you, know, you could say. He, he can say. I mean, can third liner. The, the fact that Amadio is a plus 7, that tells you something right there, because Amadio's only averaging 11.30 a game, and he gets buried. So what's important for that number is he's getting all the 5-on-5 action, and he's still a plus
0: 7, so there you go. Hmm. Okay, Goaltenders right now currently it is a 60-40 split in favor of Aiden Hill hill 50 and 1 these numbers if these, if this continues they'll be jennings, runaway more winners more trophies jennings trophies. Yeah. they'll
1: jennings. be runaway
0: winners in the not just the pacific but in the western conference um, hill 50 and 1 2.11 goals against average save percentage of 923 and He's uh, had 13 goals against in six games. LT in four games. Wow, I did some really good math there. 60-40 split. Six to four games. Wow. Okay, LT, 4-0-0. 2.21. 2.21 goals against average. 931 save percentage. And nine goals against. Will they keep going back and forth? And at this juncture, rotating the goalie so whose turn would it be on Thursday night
1: um Thursday night we're gonna go Thompson I think just kind of the way things are going um uh yeah I think they're gonna go Thompson Thursday and then Saturday you get Aiden Sunday you get Thompson I think that's the way it's gonna go but Cassidy did touch on this so maybe after the third game it was asked hey are you gonna keep chopping up the goalies and Cassie said, no, there is a plan. Of course, he's not going to tell us the plan, but there is a plan. And there's. it's not going to be a 50-50 splits. Based on the starters' shares, we knew Aiden Hill was the starting goalie because he got a couple, not like back-to-back day-over-day starts, but a Monday and a Wednesday start, kind of like that. But Cassie did talk about this yesterday after practice, and there is a plan. It's probably going to be closer to 60-40 is what he said. But performance, now Now he said performance might dictate changes in the plan. And Logan Thompson's playing great. Aiden Hill's playing great. So whatever the plan is, is going to stay the plan for now. But as time goes on, if one of the goalies does start slumping, you will see Cassidy turn the majority of the net over for a little while. And I think he'll do that in a way to ignite the other goalie. Listen, no one wants to be on the bench, especially when the team's doing well and if Logan Thompson gets 3 games in a row you better bet that Aiden Hill's going to going to get a it'll be a fire under his butt right he'll he'll want to get back out there so Cassidy he knows how to play that game and you know he's using all the weapons uh, in his arsenal to uh to get there
0: Bruce Cassidy talked about his team's depth on Monday night after the Montreal win that depth has already paid some dividends for VGK we'll get to that next when we return right here on this edition of Locked On golden knights a new nhl season brings all sorts of possibilities i still say jack eichel could score 50 goals or better and vgk could once again repeat and hoist the stanley cup and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of locked on nhl of the entire network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy, uh, daily fantasy hockey, uh, because with Sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contest. And fans can also get into the action and play daily fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, college football, pickleball. Just trying to see if you're awake there. Call it on Sleeper. Go ahead. Okay, entries can be made in under a minute. To win 100 times your bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight-player stats. You heard me, VGK fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Again, NHL. That is the code to use on Sleeper on the Sleeper app. Terms and conditions apply. That's code NHL. Welcome back. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas on this Wednesday edition of Lockdown Golden Nights. Please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is Lockdown Golden Nights. And on Fridays, we have WTF, What the Friday. My what the Friday, I think, is it might pertain to the month of November. This is just madness here in Vegas with Formula One, all these college basketball events going on. So during F1, right, I'm actually going to go to T-Mobile Arena. Um, there's games on Friday and Sunday at T-Mobile Arena for hoops. Uh, so all my friends are coming in for the Vegas main event. On top of everything else, and there's boxing there at T-Mobile, and all sorts of shenanigans. It's a wild, wild month. A lot of hoops here. Formula One and hockey. You said, oh,
1: <clears throat> you said pickleball earlier. There's actually, I think, uh, Leaf, <laughs> the brand Leaf. Yeah, no, I was going to say so. I went here with the read. but um, Leaf has started making actually pickleball cards of like pickleball athletes and superstars and you can get autographed cards from famous pickleball
0: players and stuff. You so. started your collection. I'm sure. No, I haven't yet. I Are you actually been breaking pickleball. I opened uh, a pack of Pokemon
1: out. cards this morning already. When my kids got like this Halloween booster Pokemon pack and they just like threw it aside like Pokemon. So I'm like, Oh, whatever. And I
0: got some goofball. I don't know. Whatever It was a dollar card, but whatever. Anyway. Uh, all right. So Bruce Cassidy said that he's been pleased so far with his team's depth. And the question you posed earlier this past month was, does VGK have the depth to repeat? I think I, I said yes at the time. Um, and now it's helped VGK with his 9-0-1 start. Uh, some of the AHL players, Chris, that have uh, stepped up and played some meaningful minutes include Caden Korzak, uh, six games, Jonas Ronbjörg, A couple of games, uh, the guy who has his name on the cup, uh, Braden Pahal, has eight games. Still don't understand that. Uh, Defenseman Ben Hutton with uh, five games. Dorofiev has played in five games. 22 players thus far have seen action for VGK through the first month. And depth has definitely played its role in the early success for the Vegas Golden Knights.
1: Yeah, I mean, people knock the Golden Knights for depth in the trades that they make and the way they have built a now Stanley Cup, say it again for the people in the back, a Stanley Cup winning roster. And people just, whatever reason, they want to go to depth, depth, depth. They're trading the future. The future is nothing. Well, the future's not too bad right now. I mean, maybe... Outside of Brisson, there's not that possible superstar in the system yet. Maybe there will be at some point. Uh, the kid we keep seeing out of Michigan tearing it up right now, doing well. Maybe, who knows, like maybe something like that down the road. But point being is, we mentioned at the top of the show, what Korzak, Pahal, Dorfiev. those are like the main three right now that are going to have regular roles on this team as, I don't I think the word complementary players, at least for Fiev, is maybe a bit insulting because Dorofiev is forcing his way to stay on the roster uh, once Nicholas Waugh comes back. What happens when Nicholas Waugh comes back? That's a fair question. Uh, Waugh did not skate yesterday, so I don't think Nick Waugh is even close to coming in right now. So that's what's happening, like kind of that fringe AHL to NHL level. Just a quick walk down Henderson, and I'm only looking at people that are potentially going to have a role with the golden knights either you know this season or beyond uh starting with denisenko right denisenko uh the 32nd waiver priority for the golden knights right before the season started they claim the golden knights claim denisenko he's got four goals and five assists with henderson right now he's 23 years old he's still developing that's a good thing Uh, brisson obviously the name we keep hearing Uh, He's got four goals and one assist. But Brisson, if he had to come up tomorrow for whatever reason and play on the top six lines, he could be an effective forward. Would he be great? That's a good question. But if they needed to bring him up right now, he could fill in in a spot role and maybe even better than that, depending on what happens. Uh, Jake Bischoff, nice story there as far as coming back from injury. He's obviously the captain. Down Henderson um, playing good defense. Five assists. Lucas Cormier, another one we're hearing about. Uh, Ron Bjerg, he he's got three assists. Obviously, he can come up at a moment's notice. He's already been up. So that's just kind of a short little scrape, if you will, of what's happening in Henderson. And of course, Patera, uh, he's doing fine. He's three and two. Uh, just an eight, eight, nine, eight ninety save percentage. So maybe that's a little alarming. Uh Vickman, though, two six three goals against and a nine, nine ten save percentage. So
0: goalie controversy. Yeah, and thanks for giving the shout out to my favorite prospect, Jackson Hallam. I think Jackson that's, Hallam, that's who it is. Okay, you were going to talk about. Yeah, he just had a filthy goal the other night. That
1: yeah, we was, keep seeing the hot. I mean, that's the stuff that you see, and all of a sudden, uh,
0: in the spring, he's up, and you never know, right? Yeah, but he he dominated in, uh, you know, in the development camp. I think any time he, looked he looked stepped on the ice, he was ridiculous, better than anyone, the fastest skater by far that was out there. So. BGK's got a
1: future, folks. They have depth, and people that want to question that, just take 30 seconds
0: and research it. One thing that I'm going to be watching tonight on YouTube, we've got Jack Eichel and Noah Hannafin versus Paul Bissonette and Ryan Whitney of and Chicklets. It's the Sandbagger 19 classic, and we'll get that. That'll be hitting on YouTube today at 3 o'clock, and – we tweeted I'm out. guessing
1: not safe for work. Law language, I'm guessing.
0: <laughs> It's great. It's so fun. It looks like a ton of fun. And maybe that golf course was in Phoenix or somewhere, Scottsdale. But just beautiful I no course. I don't know when did when did I have a chance to film this? Obviously, See, they may do it in the summer something. or some. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, but it looks like a lot of fun. And check that out on YouTube today. And make sure on our YouTube channel. That you subscribe, Locked Very On Golden Knights. You segue, you can segue. Yeah, it's good pretty, pretty good. good. Um, and then uh, thanks to our everydayers, the folks that uh, listen, watch us each and every day. We definitely appreciate all of you. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Tomorrow will be game day. We'll have a preview. We'll take a look at the Sandbagger Classic and maybe <laughs> have a review there. And much, well, it much like more. It's like a Chicago
1: bowling football. tournament, but anyway, keep going.
0: More news will be happening we are positive uh, today for tomorrow's show. For the Raiders. I'm Tony Kordasko for Chris Golick again. We appreciate you listening, tuning in. See you again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Nothing else you want to bring up before? Okay, sorry.